Hello everyone, I'm Marty Pospisil and welcome to my November 2022 market update. I'm in a great mood today. I just got back from vacation. Uh, I'm going to show you a couple slides at the end about it. Phenomenal. Um, but let's jump right into our market update so I can bring you guys right up to date. A lot of stats to report. So first of all, quick review. The um, factor that I use, the metric I use to track the market is called the sales ratio. And all it is, is the absorption rate of product every month uh, for various levels of product. So the percentage that sells for each product type each month uh, will determine the sales ratio. If more than 21% sells in a month, we're in a selling seller's market. There's upward pressure on pricing, bidding wards, crazy market, et cetera, et cetera, like we saw last spring. If it's between 12 and 20% absorption rate, we're in a balanced market. It's not favoring the buyers or the sellers, but if we're less than 11%, we are in a buyer's market. There's a downward pressure on pricing. We're seeing that in a lot of the uh, product categories uh, and uh, that is in a downward softening market. Okay, so let's look where we're at. So prices are continuing to soften. However, as you might know, um, our market in Vancouver is very cyclical year to year to year. And September is a, is a boom month in the fall market. It's always busy in September. So we see a real uptick in activity. Um, that's kind of happened here, but well dampened because we're in the middle of a softening market. And I'll explain to you what I mean as we go through these stats. So let's talk about these. Detached houses, year over year sales activity, we're down 47%, less activity now than we were last year at this time. For houses, we're still about 1.6% higher than this time last year in price for detached houses in Greater Vancouver. Um, from last month, we have a slight drop in price of 0.7%. That's a little bit less than we're normally seeing, again, because September uh, and October are typically busier months cyclically. Attached townhomes and half duplexes, 45% drop in activity year over year. 7.1% still higher pricing than this time last year and we lost half a percent in pricing for attached townhomes and half duplexes in Greater Vancouver. Attached apartment condos, 45% drop in activity year over year, 5.1% benchmark price still higher since this time last year and 0.2% drop last month. Again, these drops monthly have slowed down a little bit because typically these are busy months in September and October and that's likely why we're going to see these numbers probably increase next month. So there's a tabulation of what's happening, um, what's hot and what's not in the various price categories. Uh, let's look at detached houses, Vancouver West Side. Last month we were at 9% sales ratio. This month we're at 13%. So we saw a slight uptick in activity over the past month to 13%, still in a buyer's market for detached houses, Vancouver West Side. Let's talk about um, attached condos and, town and townhomes, West Side. Last month we were at 16%, this month we're at 19%. Hey, 
good news. That was a little bit of an uptick in activity, some buyers, maybe some of those buyers were pre-approved at the older rates and they were rushing around to, to pick up what they could before the rates expired. Uh, but typically it's busier months, September and October. So no surprise there, uh, but still in that balanced market category. So let's look at condos, townhomes downtown. Last month we we're at 14%. Surprise, surprise, this month we're still at 14%. No change downtown. So let's look at detached houses, Vancouver East Side. What's happening there? Last month we were at 14% sales ratio, and this month we are actually at 13%. So we got a slight drop in activity on the East, east Side, ever so slightly at 1%, still in that balanced market territory. If we look at condos and townhomes, East Side, last month we were at 23%, slight increase in activity, 24% over the last uh, um, 30 days and we've, uh, we're still in that seller's market territory for condos and townhomes in the east side of Vancouver, the only product that is, by the way. Okay, what is happening in the burbs? No surprise here over the last month, we've seen an uptick across the board in sales activity, albeit small, we still did see an increase in activity on detached houses and also on attached product throughout the suburbs. You can see all of those green circles are the um, areas where we saw an increase in activity over the last month. Again, I believe that's probably short-lived. We're probably gonna see that all drop into red next month as well. Okay, let's look across BC what's happening home sales, new listings. We've got the home sales, of course, dropping across BC. New listings have also been dropping and that's part of the issue we're facing with respect to the softening market. We're not seeing prices collapse dramatically, mainly because of this. We have not seen the inventory increase. So if we look at sales to active listings ratio, of course, that's dropped with that little uptick over the last month. Uh, that's no surprise. And the number of sales has also dropped. Uh, but in terms of prices, if we're looking closer at the prices, which everybody asks, we look at the average price graph. You can see detached homes down from the peak we saw in spring, a little bit of activity there. Townhomes jumped up slightly uh, in, from the trough last month and condos again down with a slight uptick. Uh, and, but across BC, overall, we're seeing those prices drop apart from the um, fall uptick that we just saw in September, October. So forecasting for the rest of the year. Now let's look at this a little bit more analytically. Um, let's see what the market drivers are that I'm tracking. We've got market enhancers in green and market deterrence in red. If we look at the main market enhancer, the only one of the four that's still left is the inventory levels. And they are, people are not listing. They're not mass listing. Nobody's panicking. Yet, this might still come if this carries on well into next year, which it may very well, we're gonna see this change and we're gonna see prices fall sharper. Uh, the market deterrence that we're seeing, of course, consumer confidence is down. Everybody's aware we're in a softening market. We're likely heading into a recession next year. Interest rates are high, so consumer confidence is down. And the cost of borrowing, of course, is tied to inflation. Uh, and until inflation gets under control, we're going to see that cost of borrowing 
increase. And every time the rates go up, um, buyers nervously watch the rates and more buyers drop out. And the buyers that have bought with the variable rates, we'll talk about that, are watching that for their trigger rates. So we've got more deterrence out there than enhancers, and thus we're in a softening market. So let's look closer at consumer confidence. We can see business and consumer confidence. It has dropped. Uh, no surprise there. Anybody that's reading what's happening uh, globally uh, is aware that our economies are in a bit of turmoil. The unemployment rate um, for BC is now down at 4.3%. I've got to update this, but it is at 4.3%. Canada-wide, we're at 5.4%. That's interesting. Really interesting announcement from our federal government um, that they are going to be welcoming 500,000 new immigrants a year up to 2025. So 1.5 million new immigrants to help our um, are, are, are aiming to fill those job positions um, that are available uh, and that they're wanting to address the shortages with our aging population etc good move by the federal government that's some good news that's coming into the market we'll watch that as that unrolls but the big demon out there that we're dealing with is inflation I've got uh, a photo of our friend Tiff Macklem, uh, uh, Governor Bank of Canada, holding the um, real estate market in his hand because that's kind of what's happening here because the biggest deterrent is, of course, the interest rates and the interest rates are directly impacted um, by the overnight rate or the prime bank rate and that is being elevated now to counteract inflation. So there's a wide variety of factors at play. The bank's particularly concerned that the inflation pressures will become entrenched and inflation expectations are rising and they're expected to be higher for longer with the rates. And well, as I mentioned, the active listings remain low, which is typical for a balanced market. Most markets and housing types are well into that buyer's market range territory. And as the sharply higher mortgage rates push those potential buyers aside. Now, our friends down south, the U.S. Federal Reserve on Wednesday raised their rates by three quarters of a percent, a um, little bit more aggressive than Canada uh, in their continued battle with inflation. It is a game of chicken that the governments are playing with inflation. Now, the U.S. Fed chair, um, Jerome Powell, said that the change in pace could come as soon, uh, a little bit less increases as soon as December, but he also cautioned that there remains extensive uncertainty about the high rates and they'll need to go up and they could well go up higher than the policymakers had estimated in their September meeting. So read between the lines, what they're saying is this is gonna go on for a while. There's still more increases coming, which means more interest rates hikes, which means more buyers dropping out of the market, which means a continued softening market. And the forecasting is this will continue likely until the end of next year. So there's no uh, light at the end of the tunnel yet, um, but this main driver, the inflation, is what's causing it. As soon as we see inflation start to recover back downwards, we will see a change. Right now we're at 6.86%. We're still about 5% too high. We gotta get down in this, this shaded area, the target rate of 2%, uh, and here's where we are now. 
now, uh, and that's the tool the government has to counteract inflation, um, to discourage consumers from consuming and slow that economy down so we can get inflation back in check, and then the rates will start to drop back down again. So it's all tied together. We've got the fastest monetary rate tightening policy in 30 years. Um, the only one that was a little bit faster was in 94, 95, but you can see how quickly that rate tightening has, has come um, over, over the last number of months uh, and compared to 97, 98 and the 2007, 8 loans crisis. So very interesting. And of course, that's what's impacting the borrowing. And you know, as well as I do, the fixed rates have increased substantially, almost doubled, and our variable rate is up there. Um, so that's our major deterrent in our market as well right now. And a lot of our clients, of course, are watching the trigger rate for the variable rate mortgage. The variable rate mortgage, of course, most people are paying a monthly flat rate for their mortgage. But when the interest portion of that payment exceeds what you're paying monthly, then you've hit your trigger rate and that starts to go up. The Globe and Mail had a really good calculator in one of their articles, but you can ask your lender, they'll tell you what that trigger rate is. So that's good to pay attention to. Inventory levels. Now that's the one that's been saving us from a major market um, um, crash in, in the pricing. The inventory levels are not train changing dramatically. Across BC, we're seeing certainly a big increase in inventory levels, but in the lower mainland, active listings have actually dropped. What's going on? Why aren't people listing? Well, people are holding and waiting, um, but that's probably going to change as time goes on and as we get further into the softening market. Um, and in fact, on the west side, you can see for detached houses, we actually had a drop in inventory from 621 houses to 552. So we've got less houses in the market this month than last month. Um, for um, townhomes and condos, we saw a slight increase, but not much, 695 to 720. So the inventory's been pretty consistent, sometimes even dropping slight increases, so no major changes. Uh, and that's what's sort of keeping the softening in check. So what's next for prices? Uh, if we look at the sales, of course, for all the regions, we're pretty well down. The sales to active listings ratio for all the areas in BC, of course, that's down as well. And the housing price index, of course, is softening, including the lower mainland. We've seen that across Canada, we're about 9%. Here in Vancouver, we're about 10 to 15%, depending on the product category in terms of pricing from our peak in March and April. Average rental rates, now this is really interesting, as people drop out of the um, real estate purchase market, more people are renting, and there's been a great demand in rentals, and rents have actually come up 30 to 40%. Great news for investors, not so good news um, for tenants, uh, but that's kind of an interesting side effect that's what's happening in our softening market. And of course, uh, the Bank of Canada's rate hike is of course expected to further cool our, our market down that, that 50 basis points they just did, that's no surprise. Um, so basically, if we look at where we're at and where we're going, you can see we've hit uh, on the MLS uh, housing price index, that peak in spring uh, of March and April, it has been decreasing. Um, for Vancouver locally, we saw that increase, the leveling off and then the decrease. 
The market determining factors that are causing this are of course the interest rates which we talked about, the higher taxes and federal programs that they're trying to dissuade the hotter market. Um, the BC cooling off period which starts in January 2023, the provincial uh, program, all these things are affecting the market and the consumer confidence. That's what's bringing our pricing down. Still to change is the listing inventory a surge that has not happened yet. And there's other things that are happening now for fall which could impact our market. Flu season, uh, COVID-19 resurgence, uh, and then of course the RSV, the respiratory essential uh, uh, viruses is another factor that we're looking at that could impact our market slightly as well. So we don't know where we're going, but for all intents and purposes, uh, what we're hearing from the feds and the Bank of Canada is that these um, inflationary uh, tools of raising the overnight rate are going to continue until inflation starts to come back down. Uh, and the forecast for that is probably not until the end of next year. So we're going to see these high rates for probably another year, and that's going to continue to impact our market and the ability for buyers to buy. Okay, so if we're looking at an overall uh, summary, Across Canada, again, if we're looking at volume of sales from July to September, we saw this year $72 billion across the country sold compared to $122 billion the year before. And the average Canadian house price overall so far has dropped about 9% across the country. And inflation, of course, as we talked about, is controlling our market. We'll continue to do so through 2023. And that's the one thing we're looking at. We're looking at the factors that are determining inflation as well to try and forecast when that turnaround is going to happen. Uh, but our market will continue to soften as long as these driving factors are in place until they reverse. Now, let's talk about something fun. I just got back from a vacation and uh, we hiked the El Camino de Santiago in Spain. It was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't done it, uh, we've now completed all the way from Pamplona through Burgos in this last leg we did from Burgos all the way to Santiago. 550 kilometers to complete the 800 kilometer journey. Um, we had an absolute blast. If you're looking for a vacation to go, uh, there's lots of castles, rivers, you walk over bridges that were built by the Romans. We were at one heritage site that was 2,500 years old, the Cruz de Ferro. Uh, this is pre-Romans, pre-Celts, pre really, really interesting history, a lot of fun, a lot of exercise. Uh, I'm going to be putting the this year's CD calendar together uh, that includes descriptions and photos of that trip. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, so watch for that uh, in January. Um, but I thought I'd share a little bit of that with you. Some beautiful sunrises. It was great. El Camino de Santiago. And that is my market update for November 2022. Um, follow uh, us on YouTube and on Facebook. And I'm just starting to do a, um, I, a podcast for you. Many of my um, viewers have said, look, I, I'd like to listen to your podcast. Um, if I could uh, when I'm at the gym or when I'm walking or doing whatever. So um, starting this month, I'm doing a podcast. If you scan that QR code, that will take you to the podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Marty Pospisil and have a great, great November.